0: This is Kelly. This is Jen. This is Heather. And you're listening to Whiskey Cats.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> In this episode of Whiskey Cats, we compare two bottles of our favorite, Four Roses, we get a whiskey update from a listener, and discuss more Mile High Cocktails and what Barack Obama has to do with whiskey. And a note, you may hear our favorite whiskey cat Amos during one segment, but we think he only adds to the ambiance. Today we are drinking we have two bottles of four roses we have the four roses small batch and we have the four roses single barrel and figured that we talk about four roses ad nauseum at this point i think (laughs) That we needed to actually taste it for you and uh, let you know what, what in the world this bourbon is that we keep um, evangelizing. <laughs> so that's a good word for yeah. it. Not exactly what so, we do. So, not a paid sponsor. Yeah, yet. no. Uh, for roses, if you would like to have a paid like, you, you know, some whiskey cats podcast at gmail.com, <laughs> please get in touch. Uh, so. Um, so Four Roses is a uh, distilled with, by uh, Kentucky Distillery, and um, and it's actually owned uh, by Kirin, which is a Japanese company. Um, so it's actually done um, distilled in Kentucky by the Four Roses Distillery, um, and they only they have a bunch of different bourbons. Uh, so Four Roses handcrafts 10 distinct and extraordinary bourbon recipes that mingles them by hand to create our family of award-winning brands. Artistry such as this is how we survived Prohibition, the Great Depression, two world wars, world wars and 40 years of Excel from the U.S., only to be named American Whiskey Distiller of the Year for 2011, 12, 13, and 15, four times in the last five years by Whiskey Magazine. Handcrafting, five. yeah, whiskey. <laughs> five. Handcrafting this way may be a, bit, be a bit more time-consuming, but one sip and you'll no doubt agree it's worth the extra effort. Uh, <laughs> Four Roses distillery really, actually has a really interesting history. Um, so the brand was established in 1888. And there's the there's like a legend, or they're not quite sure exactly where the name Four Roses came from, but they're thinking that that it was probably named for the company founder Rufus Mathewson Rose, his brother, Oregon, O R I G E N, and their two sons, so Four Roses. Um, but they're not quite sure if that if that's the original. Wait,
2: wait, wait! Didn't you didn't you, they have a whole legend on their oh. website? Which I it's totally eye rolling. It's a, it's almost as bad as the Jockey heritage. Drone. No, it's the legend, Legend where, where they from? say that um, Paul Jones Jr., <clears throat> who's the founder of Four Roses, he says he became smitten by the beauty of a southern belle. And he sent a proposal to her, and he's like, if you accept my proposal, wear a rose to this, you know, shindig, you know, oh hoedown goodness. they're going to. And she didn't just wear one rose, she wore four roses on her lapel.
0: Of course, she really was like, hell yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and so when when they when he moved it to uh, to Lexington, he decided to name his bourbon Four Roses. But... It's a little eye-rolling, obviously, for many reasons, but also because they name him, like, four times in this paragraph, but she is just the lovely Southern belle. She she doesn't really deserve a name. Women women don't need names, Heather. They're just just, just a distraction and
3: muses. Right, exactly. (laughs) Oh my goodness,
0: yeah. Uh, Um, So after they moved to Kentucky, um, the brand was originally introduced by the Frankfurt Distilling Company, and then later was purchased by Seagram's. In 1940, the brand ownership again changed in um, just recently as 2002, after Seagram was purchased by Vivendi and then sold most of its brands to Diageo, which then sold the Four Roses brand to Kieran. Jeez. Yeah. So they've Whoa. changed hands around. a lot. So today we have uh, the small batch and the single barrel.
2: So the only mm-hmm. one we really don't have is the Yellow, yellow, label, yellow label, which they actually sold that at where I grabbed my bottle too, and I almost <laughs> I almost grabbed it too, but I didn't feel like spending $75 on yeah. this game. <laughs> yep.
0: So should we, which one should we start start with?
2: Well, the single bear is supposed to be like their most high end, and then the small batch is just a step below that. We probably drink the small batch more, yeah, I think. I think true. we all love it. So maybe let's start with that one. Yep. Yeah, and then and we can compare. Good okay. idea. All right. Do you want me so. to pour you got it. I got it.
0: Okay. So, putting this small batch. Oh, it smells so good.
3: Oop, hello. I'm just that's gonna. A- <laughs> yeah. Kelly just poured a very generous pour. A very generous <laughs> pour. Wow, girl. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's what we're Cheers. here for. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> it just smells like home. God, that is so good. Oh, it's
2: been so long. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's been so long, but I just finished the bottle of my bar. And I was like, oh, "Wait, it's I, like, I think like, I it. has been, like, days since
0: I had them all on my bar. It's been
1: terrible.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Even, like, the smell is so good.
0: Their tasting notes say that the nose is spicy, rich, mellow, fruity, hints of sweet oak and caramel. Definitely feel like I'm smelling caramel.
3: I smell caramel and spice. Oh, I, I smell. smell the fruit. See, I smell no fruit. It could be it could be my
0: stuffiness. But <clears throat> and on the palate, they say it's creamy, mellow, ripened red berries, rich, spicy, well balanced, moderately sweet. And on the finish, they say soft, smooth, and pleasantly long.
2: You know, I think sometimes I may mistake the mellowness for sweetness. Because it's almost like if it's not spicy, then it's sweet, but that's not really the case. Sometimes it's just a little bit more mellow and that, you know, like none of this is like sweet, like the way sugar is sweet, right? Right. Like it's a different kind of sweet. So
3: it has that, remember from the tasting wheel, which I'm trying to find, um, it has that like creme brulee, mine's like it buried in my wall. It's right there. Oh, it's on the bar, girl. Of course it
2: is. (laughs) It it is in my house.
3: (laughs) You know, it's got a little bit of that creme brulee taste to it. Mm. Um, For me.
2: Yeah, that that, creaminess that they mentioned. Yeah,
3: and a little burnt. Just slightly burnt. But that's this it's sweet without being sugar. Mm -hmm. So whipped cream, vanilla bean. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, vanilla. Definitely vanilla. Mm -hmm.
2: I get the vanilla a lot more than the maple. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. that I can really feel the maple in there. But I also am starting to think I don't really... We've had we've had taste of maple in a lot of the ones a we've tried them, and yeah. I never quite get there. So mm. I wonder if that's something that's like, it's just dead on my tongue. There's <laughs> just something wrong with each other.
3: <laughs> Everybody tastes things differently. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, that's, that's what I mean though. That, you know, you start to figure out what you taste and what other people are tasting. And, you know, there's some stuff overall that people get, but everybody's a little different.
0: So it's also interesting in that Four Roses shares their mash bill and their yeast strains and their combination of how they get the combination of the, their bourbon, um, publicly, which I think a lot of distilleries keep these super close to the chest and they actually have a, what they call an infographic about, about their mash bills and their their yeast strains and it's a little bit confusing <laughs> it's really
2: worth like you almost need this infographic and <laughs> in poster form because yeah. you just scroll up it and then down it That's and then up that it was and gonna be it. my <laughs> one criticism
3: is that the legend for it should be always floating yeah to your Sticky. right for us as if you're listening to us which i'm sure you are i'm sure they are <laughs> you could really study this as we do speak. us a favor and make it a little easier to read
0: Um, so
2: and like the short story, I think, is mm -hmm. that of their three major bourbons, they have the straight, the small batch, and the single barrel. The single barrel is just one mash, the other two, and the the single, the the single barrel, I'm sorry, the small batch is like more, it's Mm -hmm. like two different kinds. And then the, um, their yellow label is like everything, everything, everything they make. That's when they mm -hmm. keep saying we, we make 10 distinct different whiskeys. Like they don't make 10 distinct different. Labels that they sell on the market. They make those whiskeys and then blend them into these three.
3: I also wish they would they would talk about what the yeast strains are. They sort of categorize them into
2: flavor. Yeah. Without mm, like fruity or. Right.
3: And like slightly fruity, spicy. More or this one is more herbal, right? So, like, what, is that, what does sure. that mean? Like, spicy you know, yeah, I don't really know much With about how you yeast? make yeast. Yeah. Like, so what is it about that yeast that makes it taste more herbal? like the baker in me kind of wants to know like what what is it that, yeah. would, that would like what it must be some different organism or they're just like feeding on something else like
0: what is it and while they are pretty upfront about how they blend or which blend of each goes into which of their their bottles they do say at the top of the the yeast strain is that they are proprietary right. so i think you're just only going to ever get that they're
2: but there's some basic science and there.
0: I think. Yes. In I'm going to make for science corner. I
3: was
2: just going to say, here I've picked up my pen to
3: make a note for next week's science corner.
2: <laughs> what is
3: it? What are, what makes the different yeasts?
2: Well, I love this very much, and they are wholeheartedly correct that this is best drunk neat or on the rocks. I agree. Should we? Um... I would feel terrible to put it in a cocktail unless it was the fanciest cocktail ever made. Know about that? I mean, for like, it's good for a, a basic cocktail. That's true. You know, I mean, like, like a old fashioned or as you know a Manhattan, mean, Manhattan or something. I think, like I, that.
3: yeah, I should correct myself and say a cocktail that features the whiskey rather than covers it up.
2: Yeah, yes. you don't want to just dump a bunch
3: of diet coke in it. Right. Yes. Exactly. So maybe not fanciest. I'm prone <laughs> to hyperbole occasionally. <laughs>
2: So <laughs> <laughs> the fanciest cocktail ever. dash
3: of bitter. So fancy. So fancy. Well now I have <laughs> this Jeez, giant glass of whiskey dessert.
0: Should we do a little <laughs> sploosh of water? Yeah, sure.
2: And if I recall, I mean, we're obviously going to taste again, but I do like this with a swoosh of water. Because I usually put a big, I like this one with a big, one of the, so big Kelly, Kelly got out. me one of those um, silicone ice trays with the giant squares mm. for, you know, so it melts are awesome. equidistantly or equa, equa, whatever, equa, <laughs> equa sidewise. <laughs> I'm sure there's a <laughs> word for <laughs> that. Equa squarely? We should know that. <laughs> add In that to drink. my notes for
3: Science Corner.
0: Like, cubic. Oh, I like equicubed.
2: But anyway, okay. but 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 I like uh, I like using that in the four roses because then it melts just a little bit and it tastes delicious.
0: I'm sorry, I gave really generous pours. Uh, Damn terrible. you, Kelly! Oh, it's so terrible, terrible to make us drink whiskey.
3: Oh drink yeah, and this see, whiskey in that this you one
2: like. <laughs> where in the last two weeks we've hated it kind of because it killed the sweetness. I don't feel like it kills the sweetness of the four roses, and I wonder why that is. Oh, I like, I mean, with water,
3: it's it's still, it, it maintains the flavor. It's mm-hmm. still in there. You can still tell what it is. It doesn't cut out some essential part. No. It even maintains the spice a little bit, I think.
2: Yeah, big fans. Oh, so good. So versatile. <laughs> so now we also have the single barrel, right? Which I admit, I drink a lot less often. In fact, it's been actually quite a while since I've had it. And I was as I was buying it at the store, uh, the store had all uh, three kinds. And so I, you know, I walked right up. I knew what I wanted. I said, I'll take the four roses single barrel. And he was kind of checking me out and they're very friendly there. And he was like, he's like, he goes, yeah, this is a good. Oh, because I noticed the yellow label. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you carried that because it's way down on the bottom shelf because it's like $20 a bottle. And, uh, and, uh, he goes, yeah, that's good. He goes, I really like the small batch. I'm like, yeah, that's my favorite too. And I'm sitting at the counter with the bottle of the single barrel. And he sort of was like, okay,
0: like, why are you buying this? (laughs) Experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our second one is the Four Roses Single single Barrel, the Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And um, this one actually has a little bit more um, handwriting on it. It has the warehouse number and the barrel num- number that it comes from because it's their single barrel. It's not a, a blend of all of their um, 10 different kinds. And there's a little hang tag, I guess, with this. Yeah, you know, little leather necktie. Leather, leather, leather necktie. Necktie? Is it or noose? Leather? I don't know. <laughs> I
2: mean it's like what else is a leather thing around your neck? <laughs> it's like a
3: it's a bourbon bolo tie, kind of.
2: No, no. Oh.
3: <laughs> That's what a bolo tie is. It's a string, but yeah, okay. Alright. So uh what is this? is there anything new in this wore thing? Below ties. Oh.
0: Um, so it just says, uh, from the master distiller, I have carefully selected one of the 10 recipes for Four Roses single barrel, distinctive fruity aromas with delicate notes of honey and maple syrup, as well as a spicy hints of cinnamon and nutmeg to find this bourbon. Each barrel is carefully handcrafted, hand bottled, and has a handwritten label noting the warehouse and the rack location where the barrel was aged. We hope you'll agree Four Roses Single Barrel Bourbon is the smooth and robust bourbon with a long, soft, and delicate finish. Thank you for choosing Four Roses. <laughs> and the master distiller's name is um, Jim Rutledge.
2: Yeah, so he's the guy who is, like, responsible for them winning a bunch of awards. <clears throat> yeah, And also, uh, something about Four Roses, which I don't know how distinctive this is, but they brag about it, that they have a one-level... Uh, aging rack so there's no temperature Ooh. fluctuations on different levels going higher up in a warehouse. I don't know mm. you know how like accurate that is, but that they brag about that. I think it would depend on the warehouse.
3: Some probably vary a lot I height. Well it's in Lexington. <laughs> but how well insulated is oh, the I warehouse? Know. I don't know. Does it
2: have central air conditioning in the warehouse? These are the questions <laughs> of our time. Well they they like to say that there's uh, no temperature that it makes it more but it but it's funny because it, it actually it. sounds to me the way that they describe that they're like we have 10 different ones and we hand pick and hand choose it makes it sound like every bottle is different like that i feel like right. that's the, yeah. the the intent they're trying to get across or that you know this is the best of the moment right because when make, you mean, they, you know which is means like everyone is different but i don't think that's really the case it couldn't be the case if you were any sort of reputable whiskey bottler
3: yeah i mean you know they, they that's certainly i think what they want you to think because mm. even the way this little tag that kelly just read says you know i've carefully sele- i i yeah. have carefully selected one of the 10 recipes yeah jim um our pal jim yeah thanks jim all, all right, right well, here we cheers.
0: go Woo. smoother i would say it's smoother <laughs> <laughs> You disagree, I right? do disagree.
2: I mean, <laughs> in fact, me and ahead. my guy at Divines disagree. We were like, yeah, this is like a much more bolder, <clears throat> kind of spicier.
0: I mean, it's got, it has a punch.
3: But the punch is like instantaneous mm. and then it's gone for me. It goes, like I don't, by the time it hits,
2: you know, the middle of my throat, gone. You just described the exact opposite of what smooth means.
1: <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> so to me, smooth To me, smooth doesn't – I don't feel it in my throat, really, you know? The spice is gone before it even gets – I shouldn't say in the middle of my throat. I mean, like, back – you can't see, listeners, where I'm pointing to. But, like, by the time it gets to the back of my tongue, it's gone. It goes down completely smoothly. Whereas, like, a real spicy whiskey, to me, will burn at least a little bit of fire, like, down into my chest, this has none of that.
2: Okay, but we're not comparing it to whiskeys that burn fire down your chest. We're comparing it to the
3: but small batch, even the small which batch, doesn't do that. For me, it it stays with me longer. It's just mm. my taste of it. Okay. This seems this is very, or maybe not smoother, but cleaner.
2: Um, to me, why didn't we pour two glasses of these at That's once? Really That's <laughs> <been> an
0: really awesome <laughs> question. Hang this on. um, so this one is a hundred proof, fifty uh, percent ABV. So, I, I can taste that on the second sip
3: Ugh, okay so now heather's you? poured us oh <laughs> heather's poured us some small batch so to compare directly so let's smell
2: yeah, listen to us breathe and <laughs> inhale <laughs> creepily
0: so it's interesting because so the small batch smells super medicine-y to yes. me in this glass yeah, and then the is- single barrel it's probably not wise. It could also be the glasses. glasses. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So we're drinking out of like one's just a low-ball glass, which is the single barrel, and the other one is a like a small wine glass.
0: And so that's what I got. Sorry, listeners. Yeah.
3: Well, it's got a it's got a tapered, uh, tapered neck. Yeah. neck so it's focusing the smell, but it's also not so much that. Yeah, it's you know, not I'm like a big
2: much. red wine bobble. Okay. But the
3: um, but the single barrel is very sweet and mapley on the nose. Yeah. So let's take a sip of the single barrel. So again for me very clean.
0: It says on the palette, hints of ripe plum and cherries, robust, full body mellow, finish smooth and delicately long. I get no fruit at all. I have a bunch of spice. I would say it's very I have cream and spice. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would agree with that. Okay. Okay, should we try the let's try a small batch. batch. Oh,
3: travels further down my throat it's still amazing it's like it's more pungent to me it's um I feel like it's fruit like I can
2: taste fruit in this one
3: I agree I can taste a little bit but still it's very subtle but mm-hmm. it's certainly there more than the single barrel yes so let's go around for me the single barrel is very clean I have zero fruit whatsoever I have my spice to cream ratio is probably three to two. The small batch is less clean. (laughs) It's a little more alcoholy intense, higher. I do taste a tiny bit of fruit, and I would say the cream is three to two. It outweighs the spice for me in this one, even though it's a little more Mm -hmm. like not harsh, but because it's still pretty good. Anyway, that's how I would, if I had to like briefly compare the two, That's how they taste to me.
2: What do you think? I mean, I almost think we're getting, not like you, but like we, that we are all getting lost in the words trying to describe this and like, not like, like a Rorschach test. Like you're saying a word and (laughs) like, it means something different to you than it does to me. And I almost feel like, the more that you talk about it, the more I agree with you. Yeah. That's but why like, I try I just, like... like, it's smooth. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but then you're like, no, no, no. It's got this cream and the spice and it's like two to three. And I'm like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, yeah, so, I'm just trying to compare, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to get there. It's hard to get there that's in a couple okay. words, you know? And that's, you know, sort of the whole thing is that we don't know how to talk about this. Right. right. Well, we and you don't have to, and it.
3: your language for it may be completely different from mine because we experience it completely differently. That's okay. And I have a geographic tongue. And you don't. And I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly correct.
0: Kelly, do you have any thoughts? No, it makes me it makes me like the single barrel more. Yeah, me too. Me too. I would agree with that. And I feel like I say this every single time that I'm like, but I still like you, other whiskey, and I will always drink you. Um, oh, it's still wonderful, but yeah. Yeah, but it's it's interesting. It's. Like, it just makes me like it so much more than the small batch. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say that because the small batch is really wonderful and it's something that I drink regularly and find very ad- – not even – now I feel like I'm using derogatory words. It's very adequate for a whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just our good
2: enough right. like, <laughs> instead of our
0: favorite. <laughs> right. It's fine. I guess it's all right. Oh. But – um yeah it's it's hard when you put two together two against mm -hmm. each other because yeah now i am totally you know i have i now have a favorite child and Mm sorry sorry small batch so first of all leather cuff
2: sorry the leather cuff that's what it's called thank you yeah (laughs) uh i'm like "Mm," yeah uh (laughs) So also so this is their the one that we're liking more the single barrel is their high end well at least if you go by price points right single mash this is their I paid $44 for it mm. um at the same store I don't know what you paid for it but they were charging like 35 I think it was about a 10 dollar difference yeah, and then the yellow right. label was for 21 and the guy the bartender, the bartender the guy behind <laughs> the thing uh behind the desk was like um yeah, that's the one you. He's like, he's like, it's perfectly fine, but it's the one you take to parties because you're just gonna dump it and stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay.
2: <laughs> I was like, I, I, I yeah. I've actually never
0: had the yellow label. So. I haven't. I haven't either. Yeah. Well, At least I don't think I have.
2: And that's the one with like all ten of their blends in it. So you know, it's it's curious. I wonder if the difference, if we're really tasting the difference between like that one yeast strain and that mm-hmm. one mash. Compared to their, yeah. their mix, which the small batch is a mix. Not as many as the yellow, but it's still a mix.
0: Yeah, so the single barrel is, if you go back to the infographic, mm-hmm. um, which we'll definitely link to on, on our site, um, it's, For better or for worse. For better or worse. You can see that it's um, distilled... What are these things? What do these mean? So it, it means that it was distilled uh, in Lawrenceville, in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, the Four Roses Distillery. The Mash Bill is their 60% corn, 35% rye, 5% malted barley. And then the two um, yeast strains that they, oh no, what's the S? Oh, S indicates the straight whiskey. And then the yeast strain that they used is the delicately fruity, spicy, and creamy. So it's um, it's very succinct. And when you look at this infographic, you'll see what we mean in that it's the only four Uh, letters on on this strain that they use whereas the small batch and the yellow label it's basically everything in the kitchen sink that they throw together and plus and minus and like there's quadratic equations in there.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that that, that yeast description is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Delicately fruity. I think fruity is even debatable but it's if it's fruity at all it's delicately fruity. Spicy and creamy. That's it. It's spicy and creamy.
3: And hopefully by next episode we'll tell you what makes a yeast have a Mm -hmm. Certainly or in flavor. part, a spicy, yeah. delicately fruity creamy taste. Mm-hmm.
2: So fun fact about four roses since they have been around since eighteen eighty eight uh, and I thought it was interesting that they did not sell in the United States mm-hmm. for many decades yeah. because I guess you know since I've been of whiskey drinking age, they've been around, so I didn't really know that but mm-hmm. but actually, what I thought was interesting is that they're one of the very few distillers to keep uh, to keep in production during prohibition because they were one of the few to be licensed to make medicinal whiskey.
0: Getting away with the prescriptions.
2: Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, continue all right through. Mm
0: -hmm. Nice. That's
3: kind of cool. Well, if we were going to make a cocktail with one, which would you choose? Small
1: batch. Yeah, right?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Do you
2: feel better about that now? I do. (laughs) I feel so much better about it now.
3: Like, now this is what comparisons do. (laughs) Absolutely, I feel better about it. And it's not going to be the greatest cocktail in the world But it might be alright. This week, we are going to revisit our friend Kat. You may remember that in the last episode, Kat is my friend in Utah who sent us some photos of the sad, or at least. Unfamiliar to her yeah. selection. I wouldn't say sad. Saying, not sad. But unfamiliar. Unfamiliar selection of whiskeys. And she hadn't really had a lot of whiskey before. And so she wanted some advice from us about what to try. So we gave her some. And now we're going to call her to see how that went. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? How are you? <laughs> Good. Welcome to Whiskey Cat's Cat. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on Whiskey Chat. <laughs> okay, so what did you end up getting um, from the store that day?
1: I got the Jim Beam White Label.
3: Good. Good choice. Did you? Yeah, so that's
1: what, what Jen suggested. Um, I was considering the High West because it's local. It's up in, in Park City here, um, and people seem to like it around here but they had many choices and I didn't know which one to get and they were all expensive
3: yeah mm. that makes sense okay so tell us what did you think of it well um,
1: I haven't liked whiskey before because I think it apparently I was just trying all the wrong ones um, and I threw in the towel completely when I was in Dublin and went to the Jameson Distillery oh um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see you guys you guys um, opened my eyes in your first <laughs> podcast when you were saying bad things about Jameson so anyway <laughs> that's, that's you know, just a,
2: another reason to hate whiskey, them that they turned Jameson on whiskey all, you know they
1: all had these little descriptions like this one's supposed to taste like berries and smoked wood something and they all just tasted like this harsh awful alcohol mm-hmm. taste that's all I could taste
3: yeah
1: so I said okay so Forget it. I don't like whiskey. I'm going to move on with my life. And then you had this podcast. So, so the Jim Beam um, was was not harsh like the the Jameson and other things that I've tried. It was. Um, I was surprised when I tried it that it just tasted kind of smooth. But it didn't blow me away. Like, where have you been my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> so, so fair so enough. Easy. I don't think I'd. I
2: i do not think I'd expect Jim Beam to be a. Where have you been my whole life? But, right. a, but a good introductory whiskey, I think. Right. Bourbon. Okay. Can I ask you... No, so ha- it was inoffensive. All right. Well, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a start.
3: I still... I think I think you need to come visit so we can give you some American whiskey, straight mm-hmm. up without the sweetness. And yeah. Just out of curiosity. So, okay. How did you... Did you have it neat? Did you have it rocks? Uh,
1: neat means just plain with, with yep. nothing in it, right? Yep. Okay. okay. So, I tried it neat. I tried it on the rocks. I tried it with some sparkling water, oh. and I tried it with some very gingery ginger ale.
2: You're such a
3: good Ooh. scientist.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> so what's the verdict on those? Did you have a favorite?
1: Um, I think probably with the sparkling water was my favorite. Wow. Right. Um, the ginger, I thought the ginger one was way too sweet. I, I, so I thought it was its kind of sweet in general, which I was not a huge fan of. And then with the sweet drink too it was too much sugar
3: yeah so this is interesting because some people like it because it has the sweetness so all right we're gonna think about this and try to come look at those look at the the photos again and come up with a a second option although really that's you should classy. just you should you don't need to buy a whole bottle of it we're gonna send you to a bar and have <laughs> no, you just yeah <laughs> <laughs> can i um can i ask you about the cats while we have you about
1: the cats yes Advise all of your whiskey cats listeners that three cats is too many cats. <laughs> so even if you find an adorable, adorable five week old kitten on your birthday and you already have two cats, maybe you should. Just talk to
2: me I think, speaking as a cat owner, I think that is wise advice. I only have one, but I'm a single lady, and I strongly feel that the cats should not outnumber the humans in the house. So I can't get two because there's only one of me, yep. and that's just a deal-breaker. <laughs> yep. Maybe that's what it is. There's two, two humans in <laughs> mm-hmm. my house and three cats, and two was fine. Three is
1: yeah.
3: Well, you're going to have to send us some, some photos. I have some, of course, of them, but you should send us some. Perhaps you should try to get them to drink some whiskey, and that might calm Pistachio down
0: a little bit.
1: That's right. Wait, we have what, yeah.
0: what are all their names? Um, uh,
1: Boris, Flash, and Pistachio
0: nice pistachio
3: the mustachioed because oh, he has a
1: mustache oh, yeah pistachio
3: pistachio has so a little mustache cute. and Boris is black like Amos oh nice oh. Flash is he's our vampire cat. orange and adorable alright lady I'll let you get back to work on your dry campus alright thank you for updating us thank you us.
1: yes good luck for calling this is fun I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll talk
3: to you later okay bye 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 <laughs> So, the other night, we were sitting on the patio, the first good weather day in a long time, uh, with Heather's boarder, Bill, <laughs> who told us about this great shrub called Inna, and they make jams, Inna yeah, jam,
0: says, in a Jam. That's why it says, a Jam.
3: Inna Jam. And they also make shrub. <laughs> and <laughs> Yes. Where, where
2: are they from? Why do you know about them?
0: Oh, yeah. So, well, the reason why I started was uh, I started to make seltzer, and not just like... With a soda stream, but a big honking CO2. Yeah. <laughs> a big, I, bought a, I bought a big honking CO two tank at a welding store. And, uh, <laughs> of and my girlfriend for Valentine's Day, she got me a lot of things to like make my own sodas or seltzers. So one of the things she found online was in a for uh, in a shrubs. So anyway, so that's how it started. So she got me like yeah. elderberry, blackberry, and the uh, quince or quince quince quince. 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 Okay. quince. I'm sure.
3: Yeah. So the other, so he was telling us about this and. Um, we looked it up in one of the few places. It's cute. That's beautiful, Kelly. You we'll just put it in there. That <laughs> Kelly's making us a uh, lemon garnish. So, one of the few places around here that sells it happens to be half a mile from my house. So, um, we went, they had the quince, it was the only one. So, that's
2: what we're going to try. Um, Which is the one we were debating about too, because we were all sort of like, what is quince?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I've had it with cheese, right? Like you get quince paste yeah, that yeah, you, you eat with, I've like, had it before. with cheeses oh, no. that's no. usually like in a little cube. It's <clears> delicious. <throat> and it's
2: delicious. It's like a date fig kind of yeah.
3: thing. Like a little lighter than a fig, but.
0: Uh, well, well, <laughs> yeah. Can you explain what a shrub is?
3: Yes. So a shrub is like, um, fruit and, and sometimes vinegar. This one has vinegar and sugar, and it's all sort of cooked up together into a syrup-ish thing that you add into cocktails. Um, and so this is a recipe from the Inno website, because I figured they would know best how to use their shrub. It's a simple, basic cocktail. Um, so it's, uh... Is it fancy? (laughs) it's not the fanciest ever in the world (laughs) but it's it's going to be amazing maybe
2: (laughs) we'll see we shall see yeah
3: so one and a half ounces of of spirit in this case we're going to use the four roses small batch which we've just been describing an ounce of shrub a dash of bitters four ounces of soda we're going to use ginger beer because who doesn't love a good ginger beer Mm -hmm. Um, some good ginger
2: beer too which what did you get yeah
3: it's um it's Fentiman's ginger beer which is happened to be in the same place as, right next as the as the inner shrub <laughs> and I was like
2: sales. usually
3: <laughs> at home I drink the Gosling's ginger beer mm-hmm. in a can, but because we have this fancy ass bottle of shrub I thought that's not good <laughs> enough. We really should try the fentiments. Okay, so yeah,
2: cocktails made.
3: Heather's shaker has disappeared and I forgot mine, uh, so we're yeah. um, we're we're having stir not stirred eating. not shaken. <laughs> this is my first experiment.
2: I should have used the fancy whiskey ice, but I did not. Okay.
3: Thank
1: you very much.
2: You're
3: welcome. Welcome yeah. to Whiskey Cats. Oh, yes. A whiskey kitten more like it. <laughs>
1: like it Cheers.
0: Cheers.
2: Oh, I like it. I like it it's too, good. but I have to say, I think I only taste the ginger beer. Yeah. I get, I
0: get more ginger beer than anything else. There's yep. a lot of, um, I know that these shrubs have a lot of like vinegar in them, which I really like. In yeah. My it's also just the first time as a cocktail I'm getting a lot of ginger beer. I get of, a lot of ginger, ginger beer too. Yeah, it's good.
3: We'll drink it down. We can add in some more quince later. But I, the overall flavor is really nice. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's at I least a yeah. It's at least a a, a good word for fentamines. Thank you for making. a fine Oh yes. yeah, it's oh. very um. <laughs> yeah, like...
0: Very vinegary, honey smelling. Yep.
2: I mean, would right? I, did you did you do the ginger beer?
0: Balance. I mean, because
2: I wonder if we. I just add more quince. So the
3: recipe only calls for an ounce um, of the shrub and four ounces of of ginger beer. Oh wow!
2: But oh, I would. We I need think a bigger glass for that.
3: I would. <laughs> yeah. So I think. But I'd, so I think I probably put in about two and a half, maybe three for for bills, which is a, a bigger lot. a bigger glass. But there's more quince, so we can add in. Also, feel free to add more bigger better bitters I'll and bourbon you <laughs> want some bitters i'll take a shot of the bitters
2: yeah. i held back on the bit. i was i was uh I'm gonna put a little more of each in mind just to i know that's probably incorrect cocktail well, c- cocktailness but I'm gonna i no, we're
3: perfecting a recipe right yeah. so we'll <laughs> you want some quince
0: um okay. okay did you Actually go like crazy with the bitters right there like i did just, like
2: three big dashes okay i'm gonna do a little less one sad, dash but... so i'm gonna try oh. i'm gonna try some dashes <laughs> no, I'm, I'm oh, all sorry right. Mine's overflowing now. Just the way I like <laughs> my cocktails. <laughs> I
3: like... I feel like we should make more cocktails on this show because it's a yeah. fun little experiment.
2: Ooh, Can okay. Spoon? Mine's yeah. perfect now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rather tastes Did you add more quince too? I did, yeah. Let me do that too. Just a splash, but between that and the bitters, I feel like it's good stuff now. Mm. I mean, it's good before, but I, it's not all ginger beer now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's so a the, nice balance. The place had... um. They actually had a blueberry blackberry that I almost bought for Ooh. our summer of wine spritzers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Except it was like $25 for a bottle that was this set. Mm, like, no, we probably. can go to World Market for that. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I, was like, I was so tempted. And like, Alex looked at me and he's like, what? <laughs> Are you really? Are you really? Good? You could make that. He's like, isn't Heather the one who's good at distilling things into sauces? Can oh, she oh, make God. one? <laughs> not for like, my yeah. blackberry, but
2: that's
0: <laughs> what about.
3: All right, let's try this one more bitters.
0: I like it more with more bitters. I'm with you on it.
3: Oh, I do too. Mm. Oh, like the sort of it's deeper S- now. spiciness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's Oh, it's so good. Okay, we're gonna post this recipe, <laughs> which
0: is doctored version of the recipe.
3: So add these, and then add, add a little bit more. <laughs> then just keep pouring shit. It's the whiskey just cat's way bowl. of cocktails. That's all. <laughs> if we ever write a book, that's how it'll be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't like the taste of it? Add whatever you add want. add whatever you
2: want. <laughs> we all taste things differently. It's cool. <laughs> but, but seriously, if I don't know how, how like bitters do in a punch bowl, but this would be a great punch. Oh, Don't you think? Yeah. Like, just having a bowl and...
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, is Easter. This... Yep. <laughs> it's, our, it's our Easter cocktail. Oh, it's really nice. The quince is good. Now mm-hmm. I can really taste it. Mm-hmm. I want, like, a little uh, cheese now. On
1: the side <laughs> <of it. laughs> Actually, yeah. You know, like a little, a little <laughs> bite of dip cheese. It <laughs> 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 really well.
3: A little cheese snack. Although, when do I not want a cheese snack with a cocktail? <laughs> That's true.
2: <laughs> but at least now it would be sanctioned by the pallet police. <laughs> <laughs> As it were. gas <laughs>
0: <the pallet> police. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey Science News Corner News Whiskey Yes. <laughs>
3: so this week in science corner it's gonna be brief because i had a hard time finding anything and the only thing that that came across our our inbox was this um list on destination luxury which who even reads this kardashians i don't know
2: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like an airplane magazine it does in the back of my limo i found a a copy copy of destination luxury (laughs) (laughs)
3: it <laughs> So, you know, we did. We talked about um, hot toddies recently in in uh, Science Corner. This is the ten health benefits of whiskey. So I opened it. And I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued because I want more justification for drinking whiskey <laughs> constantly. But you know, it's all the stuff we've heard before. And reading, it's like you can avoid weight gain. It's low calorie. You can boost heart health. There are antioxidants. There's not a single link in the entire top 10 list, except under Improved Brain Health, where it claims that a study conducted in 2003 discovered that drinking whiskey reduces your risk of Alzheimer's and dementia. I remember when that came out. Which, big news, right? But the, cl- the link that they provide is not to whatever seminal study. It is to the Wikipedia entry for <laughs> Alzheimer's. <laughs> So that's item four of ten.
2: And Does I- Wikipedia dispel like, you know, are they is there like a scientific uh, dissertation the um, <laughs> <laughs> whole well, Wikipedia article is about how wizards are. No, there's gotta be a scientific scientist there.
3: It's about the walk to end Alzheimer's and uh blondes versus brunette's powder puff football.
2: So, so Wikipedia page? For
3: the Alzheimer's Association. Oh okay. Yeah. Right? that's somehow even worse, worse than I thought. Right. So <laughs> I'm I'm sad to say I don't ha- I, I scoured the earth to find some good can you at least science just corner whiskey news run down the faux science the
1: health I, benefits I
3: absolutely can okay so avoid waking boost heart health fight cancer I mean really whiskey this pretty much comes off as like the greatest substance you can ever
2: it's intake kind of like ever. a Dr Oz article
3: it is <laughs> improve brain health that's the Alzheimer's one reduce mm. stroke risk I'm terrified of that so I'm kind of excited mm. right now. Um, <laughs> fight stress the photo for fight stress BT dubs is Superman at the bar pouring a whiskey
2: okay I don't really know what Superman had to be stressful about right. because I feel like they solved that on Krypton but I mean we do know that it fights stress because it's the first thing we want to drink when we come home from work so
3: I and their reason
2: a reason for
3: it I'm gonna try not to <laughs> that it can increase circulation throughout your body obviously providing your organs
2: <laughs> which, which organ? these organs? she's pointing the to her side the midsection organs no I can't breathe
3: with fresh oxygenated blood
1: <laughs> you're gonna have to read not, not oxygen that. for her though <laughs> unfortunately oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: <clears throat> Increased circulation throughout your body, providing your organs with fresh oxygenated blood. A serving true of whiskey can help calm stress nerves
0: effectively. So basically what they're saying is your blood circulates through your body. Correct.
2: <laughs> maybe, um, science corner, Kelly. Maybe what science did was like, they're like, well, we just need some like sort of visual. So they're like, let's test whiskey and then showed that picture to everyone. And actually the picture that <laughs> does that and not the
3: whiskey? I think you're correct. I'm going to quickly <laughs> scroll past it okay. so that I don't lose it again. Oh, my <laughs> it's like when Kelly couldn't look at the fuzzy penguin, the fat penguin. <laughs> oh, because yeah. She would start to cry. Okay. madness.com <laughs> Okay. Number seven, boost memory. Antioxidants, again, amazing, can improve the health of your that brain. In that
0: picture, in that picture, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like, it's like, That's
2: here's a guy smelling sweet. some whiskey. It kind of looks like Nose Nose at Cumberbatch, <laughs> like pretending he's a wine oh. kind of sewer. Well, now It's an biopic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me, will I just save this tonight? My... <laughs> um, <clears throat> it aids in digestion. Not in bra size though.
2: That's like she's got to let those down a little bit. I
3: but. can not tell if she's aid in digestion or lengthen lifespan. I'm not sure.
2: suffocating to death. Is what
3: she is. Yes. She is. She's got a good rack though. Uh, lengthen lifespan again. Antioxidants. Is
2: he? He's a vampire. Though.
3: He's oh, a vampire. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> I know.
2: Look at the like the boots and yeah, the, dark and the lighting and the library. Like, yeah. Clearly, library. Clearly, vampire clearly he's libraries.
3: visiting Damon and Stefan in their house. <laughs> And so you can prevent the slow breakdown of important cells in your body. Is that right? Person who's a human doctor?
0: (laughs) I'm going to say no comment.
3: (laughs) Okay. The last one for any of you who might have diabetes, number 10, great for diabetics. Because it's a zero carb alcohol. And so you can drink it without worrying about the effect it will have on your blood sugar. So. All right. As long as you drink it straight
2: all the time. None of this ginger beer nonsense.
3: Right. Yeah, those, those are... Those are. So Shaky, <laughs> as we pick legs. up our cocktails. So that's the amazing Science Corner for this week. Next week, on my list for Science Corner, I'm going to figure out a better way to... We're going to try making shrub. Maybe I'll record that action. We're going to find out the difference between yeasts. That's pretty much what I get. So hopefully <laughs> next week's Science Corner that will be like more science-heavy. <laughs> But you know, great Only for diabetics. Only
2: Take the science out of the hands of amateurs
3: and do it yourself. <laughs> yes. 100% correct. <laughs> Starting on episode seven, Science Corner takes a whole new turn. <laughs> oh my God. Whew. All right. That's it for Science
0: Corner. <sighs> okay. All right. And some, and some whiskey news. <laughs> That's not science y. Uh, so, to follow up on our last episode when we talked about um, airlines getting better craft whiskey. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Uh, Thank God. Fast Company design has a has a quick little article about a carry on cocktail kit, which yes. is the article is called a travel kit for boozing on the plane. I love this idea. <clears throat> uh, the subhead is "Bartend No Bartender at Thirty Thousand Feet, No Problem." <laughs> so you can get your craft whiskey from your drink cart and then you can pull out your little cocktail tin so it's a little cocktail kit in a tin and the one that like they an mre kind of yeah but
2: def- for you know yuppies yes very much so Who don't it... know what war is
1: <laughs> 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 oh, <no>. Sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> it kind of looks like a sardine can like you need like a little key to like mm-hmm. kind of yeah. open yep. it um, but this one is for an old fashioned, and so it comes complete with your recipe card, a little cocktail napkin, a spoon slash uh, muddler that they call it. So it, it's a little spoon, but the handle kind of looks like a it looks like a shovel. Two packets of sugars and a little teeny tiny adorable miniature bottle of bitters.
2: I appreciate that they make the little packets of sugars look exactly like the ones they give you for coffee on an airline. <laughs> yeah, those long things mm-hmm. that are you know, it's really the end.
0: beautifully packaged. Yeah, <laughs> so. and, and I think that's why they're they're highlighting it is not necessarily because uh, it's a little carry on boozing kit for your cocktail on the plane, but because it is beautiful package design, like really, really well done, simple. But overall cohesive design. And seriously, I'm in love with this tiny, teeny, tiny, adorable bitters bottle.
2: Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> Pinterest ready. It is.
0: Oh and my their, God. their photography the is also
3: beautiful. Yes. I mean, they they yeah. they did a beautiful mm-hmm. job. Yeah. So it's lovely.
0: Next time you're you're flying, ask for your craft whiskey and break out your carry-on cocktail kit. And you will be the envy of your seatmates.
2: Yeah.
3: Agreed. I think it's gonna be my stocking stuffer
2: for everybody that I know. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yep. How, oh, d- how much are they? Does it say how much they are? Can we actually buy these, or is this just a uh, Yeah, no, concept?
0: no, no. It's available now for $24. So Look a little, a little pricey. Is. Yeah, it's adorable, right? Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great website. You're just looking at the website. Unlike so Four Roses. Sorry, Four Roses. Love you.
2: Uh, yeah, the Carry On Cocktail Kit is what they call it. $24. Okay. bucks. All right, so I was looking around this week on Instagram, as I do, and I follow <laughs> Pete Souza, uh, the White House photographer,
0: who yes. as everybody you all should, because yes. a great Instagram account
2: through many administrations, and he's an incredible photographer. And uh, as I was scrolling through, he happened to have a bottle of uh, bourbon, and uh, the bottle of bourbon is signed by Barack Obama. And I'm like, okay, what is this? You can't really see what it is. It just says bourbon whiskey on the on the uh, you know bottom, and it says bourbon and tea, Cleveland, Ohio. So I'm like, all right, let's find out what Obama's doing today. Obama visits a bourbon bottler in Cleveland. And uh, it doesn't really say anything in the news. They're just like, they're visiting small businesses, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, I need to know more about this. The reason why he visited them is called Cleveland Whiskey, in Cleveland, owned by Tom Lix, L-I-X. Nice. And he actually makes a very, uh, a very, sorry, excuse me, scientific people, a very unique kind of bourbon. Um, <laughs> A unique kind of bourbon um, where it ages in a few days rather than a few years. And I'm like, sounds sketch. Let's look this up. Right. So he's probably been doing this for a couple of years, but it's new to me. Uh, there's an article uh, from NPR from May uh, 2013 called How a Distillery Ages Bourbon in Days, Not Years. And it turns out what he does, and I'm not sure it says this in the article, but when I tweeted about this, somebody called it the washing machine method, which I loved. Hmm. Because what he actually does is that he takes the whiskey and puts it in... You know whatever vats that he's using, instead of barrels, instead of just aging it in the barrels, he puts it in whatever vats and then takes the wood pieces and chops them up and throws it in with the whiskey, like the space whiskey. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I said. So it's like the space whiskey. So let's get to that in a second. Okay. Okay. So so he throws he throws the uh, he throws the wood in and um and then sort of compresses it and like uncompresses it and like like a washing machine, like kind of like yeah, he agitates Mm -hmm. it and so he does this forcefully. On the whiskey for, you know, a couple, a couple of days, days and then says that it, it's the equivalent of being aged, you know, however many years that is. It how does says he measure
0: the equivalent? It says each beat is roughly to the equivalent of 24 hours in a stationary barrel. What but what what is that based on?
1: That like their
3: yeah. They're like, is it because the, the
1: that's thing. how much
3: like surface area per liquid is is touching the wood? Like, how is it equivalent?
2: So he, it says he wouldn't let me see his machinery, intellectual property. He says, but it sounded something like an over. Oh, so he doesn't say mm-hmm. it, like an overloaded washing machine during the spin cycle. Each beat, yeah, this is the equivalent of twenty-four hours. The agitation. Oh, so this actually goes back to one of our other conversations, which is the agitation squeezes the wood like a sponge. And the aging of the batch is done within a few days. So it's just like we're saying, what is really porous? We had this whole conversation about like Mm -hmm. how we didn't really, well, I didn't really understand (laughs) (laughs) what is as porous as it is. And so it squeezes it all out. So instead of waiting until later to squeeze it all out and make like barbecue sauce with it, squeeze it all out in the making of it. And huh.
3: so if you went to like a Lowe's and bought a paint agitator, could you do this at home? Sure. Like is it the same sleep- like or is it pre- more- I think it's
2: pressure and agitation. And agitation. That's my guess. So, but so also- there's
3: compression. Yeah, because it, that's how it must be. Like a sponge, yeah. because you're squishing. Interesting.
2: And so we were talking about the <clears throat> um, the experiment on the space station where we were like, well, they're obviously not putting it in barrels because there aren't you know barrels on the space station. So how are they doing this experiment with this whiskey? And, uh, we, I, when I looked it up later is what they're doing these, um, they have, what they have this, uh, these mixed sticks is what they're called. So there are two tubes attached with the, um, perforated, uh, seam in the middle and which encloses like a middle section. And so that middle section was, uh, pieces of wood. And what they would do is they would break it when they got to space and the whiskey and the wood would mix. So it's pieces of wood, which is very similar to what these guys are doing. Interesting.
3: I would, I totally want to taste like, yeah, I really, I really yeah. want pre and to try post, this, pre and post washing machine. Right? So, on so this, do they do this? Yeah.
2: So this NPR guy, he says, um, he let me compare a few steps of his product alongside Knob Creek, um, which is the guy, mm, you know, what, yeah. it's what he likes. Mm-hmm. So he says, um, he doesn't drink bourbon straight and he rarely drinks whiskey that isn't Irish. So he's sort of like disclaiming his, you know, palate. And, uh, he goes, Lix's mix, uh, tasted better than Knob Creek with less burn and less of an alcohol aftertaste. Hmm. But he also said not everyone's a fan. Um, This whiskey aficionado from Cleveland, who now lives in Columbus because who cares, calls it a "A disgustingly dark bourbon and likens it to paint thinner. Hmm. He says it smells like a wood shop. It's hard to describe how bad it is.
0: But now he's also a competitor. So
2: it's like, yeah.
0: It also just makes me want to try it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Where can we get it? Uh, I think we're going to we have to go to Ohio. Oh,
2: yeah. We're going to have to go to the Midwest. Oh my God. <laughs> so it is sold around. So, um, but they sell out of it. They make a thousand bottles a week, I think. And they sell out of that. Um, Oof. it's also called Cleveland. Is it called Cleveland bourbon or Cleveland whiskey? I can't remember. Cleveland something. But also the guy is like, I wonder what sales like. I always wonder what sales are like in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh <laughs> because it's called <laughs> Cleveland whiskey. But I think they sell it in Pittsburgh and they sell it in a bunch of bars.
0: Was that a sports joke? No
3: it's just like they a, just hate each other. It's Everybody like, hates Bal- each other. like how many DC people want to buy things that say Baltimore on them right? It's like a it's a
2: city rival especially it's Cleveland and that. Pittsburgh I think it's yeah. like It's 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 a little bit it's one step under Michigan and Ohio right yeah.
3: like in boston we're not gonna buy shit that says new york or the yankees on it
0: yeah. even if it's yeah. like
3: the most delicious thing you've ever tasted in your life i'm not gonna buy it
0: you're just gonna punch the guy selling it
3: exactly <laughs>
2: exactly oh, he says, so i get Lick, Lick's, it says he's te- he test marketed the, the cleveland name and cities as distant as boston and dallas and got a good reception but it resonates best among proud locals but you know what it's like it's a, it's a whiskey, and it's, like, it becomes not the city when you're drinking yeah, it. Yeah, like, totally. Especially, like, we drink Kentucky bourbon, like, all right. the time. Like, it has sort of a location associated right. with it.
3: Regardless anyway. of what you think about Kentucky and its conversation. Yeah.
0: So I thought
2: that was fascinating.
3: Yeah. That's it is, cool.
0: It is very interesting. And especially, like, um, I think when we were talking about the Guide to Moonshining book in here, um, they talked about, I think it was... Um Buffalo Trace that was doing a bunch of experiments on their aging process and mm-hmm. like doing controlled everything to their to their barrels to see how they can age faster or differently and for different tastes. So I think I think more experimentation is very fascinating and interesting and I want to taste them all.
2: Yes, totally. Well boy. maybe we can ask Obama over to get a bottle. <laughs>
0: That's all for this episode for Whiskey Cats. Call us and tell us your favorite whiskey memory at 202 760 2009 or email us your favorite whiskey memories at whiskeycatspodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You can also find us at whiskeycats.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram
1: at cats Thanks for listening. It makes me laugh and sing. Give it to me, Papa. I'm all about that thing.